more junk. We've all seen it. Uh, for sure. That wasn't Garrett's junk. It was mine. I'm not. It was somebody's yeah. junk. I don't even know. Anyways, welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Bears. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Oh my. We're nailing this tonight, guys. Nailing it. <laughs> I am Patrick, your host and DM for this all-original D&D podcast, and with me today we have... Diana Fire. Uh, I feel like, I feel like <laughs> tonight you guys should use... You should use your real names tonight. I'm James. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't creepy. Uh, <laughs> I'm Garrett. I'm Jack. Cody. Greg, get off your phone. I said Greg after he said James. It got all weird. Nobody heard you. Oh, I'm sorry. Nobody heard you. Ain't nobody heard you. I'm Greg. I'm getting on the withy. Because that's, that's the priority right now. I have to count Yo. your selfies. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> I'm really engaged right now. So thank you guys all for tuning in, and, and thank you guys all for being here with me. Um. So season one has officially ended at the time that this is going to air. I know it has not all aired at the time we're recording this. Um, we're going on a short little hiatus, um, or we've been on a short little hiatus. Um, so I thought that this Yay, would be summer. a good time to get together and chat. I want to hear what you guys are thinking about the story and, and just kind of get to talk to you guys. So how are you guys doing today? Good. I'm good. Yay. It's storming here in Denver. <laughs> yeah, so um, about the story. Uh, so I play Malden, and it's he's finally starting to trust the other party members. So that, that's a good thing to end, end season one on his note, high note. Yeah, I mean, that took a while. That took a long time. To be um, fair, they do keep saying they want to kill me. Uh, who's they? I'm pretty, pretty sure still like, I made breakfast for you. Or did you forget that already? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I spend a lot of time with this story um, when I'm coming up with the, the NPCs and, and kind of the big plot points. Um, and, I, and I've never gotten to actually talk to any of you guys outside of, like, short little one-on-one -on -one Facebook Messenger conversations. Like, hey, I want to do this with your character next week. Um, so I, I kind of want to get your guys' feedback. How have you been enjoying the story so far? Um, I'm always high, so I have no idea what's going on. I feel forced <laughs> into a drug habit at this point. <laughs> and forced into a drug habit? Really? I'm just waiting for my edible mm -hmm. to kick in right now so mm -hmm. I can be a little more fun. Mm -hmm. nice. And I mean, the <laughs> character is also always high, so it, it makes sense. Yes, hey kids, my character. Yeah. My character, yes. Yes. <laughs> What about the rest of you guys? Um, well, I mean, getting to listen to everyone's like individual episodes, like I'm, I'm really enjoying all the various like subplots that I kind of see coming. So that's exciting. That's something I'm really looking forward to. Cool. Have you guys all listened to the different character episodes? Mm -hmm. I haven't yet. I've only listened to Malden. Oh my god, you're the worst yet. ever. 
I have yeah. either. Some of us have been busy with life. It's cool. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. hear myself talk Likewise. or potentially metagame or learn what's talk. going on in I the mean, story. How many podcasts are there out there? Wow. <laughs> and edit that out. It's <laughs> all getting edited cool. out. Yeah, we're just going to tell everybody not to listen to this podcast because there's a oh. whole bunch of other ones out there. <laughs> like, hey, guys, you could do better. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, so, Garrett, when you – so, Garrett, I know you listened to all of them. Cody, did you – you listened to all of the, the character episodes I as did. well? Yep. So, what I was the biggest – I was really excited about those episodes because – when we were planning the story, and, and we had been planning this campaign for a while before we even started recording, I felt like um, I had been in the world of Siffindale for for months beforehand, and then you guys had done such a great job of developing your characters that I really kind of like took that and was running with it. What was the biggest surprise for you guys? Like, were you surprised by anything that happened in any of the reveals during those that character episodes? Uh, I, I can go first. Mine is definitely yeah. all of Glugtar's story. Um, I'm going to be here. Like playing the, the men and the ladies. So. Oh, is that? Yeah. I guess I haven't really, we haven't really talked about that, that I was having an affair with my uh, superior officer. Gay. Yeah. Yep. That's been fun. But you gotta and get that will, I mean, that will definitely be coming back up in the future. Oh, for sure. And, and having to deal with his wife is kind of running the show. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I, why it appeared in the mirrors. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to come back to that episode. Um, I don't think I was with the party for that because this is while I was unconscious. You were unconscious. Y'all were doing your you rescue were, mission. Uh, so yeah, I don't think I, I, think I Garrett, was paying attention. You were unconscious, but you experienced the mirrors as well. So nobody else saw what happened to him in the mirrors, as far as characters-wise. Um, so we're going to talk about that episode, because I put a call out to you guys to figure out what that theme was, uh, and nobody really answered it. Um, I'm still, <laughs> my guy also did not look in the mirrors. He chose theme not to. On the, there's a running theme for each cave, you said? For, or for each... Uh... Yeah, so each cave, or each temple that you guys go to has a theme. Um... Is it like and, and I, is it gonna I, be the seven deadly sins? Patrick, you're how many are there? <laughs> how many are there? First Spoiler of all, alert. there's nine shards. So okay. no. Um, and they're not sins. The they're actually all there. about positive <laughs> traits. Um or temptations. Traits or temptations that you need. Um so they, they very so vanity. I feel like this one was about family. Wait, didn't I see my parents together? Wasn't that mine? Yeah, you did. Oh, was it family? Yeah. yeah. That was a shot in the dark. Well, actually, I don't know if mine's about family, because I'm pretty sure mine was just, like, me fishing. Yeah. It was family. me at the creek outside my little village in the other place, and I was just fishing. Mine was just me on the farm. It's like happy childhood. Happy so, places? I mean, so we'll just continue with this. So you need to, so what was in the next room? And Garrett, you would not have been with the campaign when this happened. But the rest you of died. you went to the next room. So what was in the, the next room? That's the right pile of the gold mirrors. that each one had. There's a pile uh, of gold with an item. Item, yeah. And so each one, you could was. see an item that was very particular to each of you. Yeah. So that, I mean, okay. it, in my mind, that entire... Um, 
uh, Temple was all about kind of resisting giving into temptation of what you really wanted, right? So they were all things that you kind of desired. So James, you're, you know, Diana came from this very broken family, very dysfunctional in a way, right? Your parents had to send secret communication to each other. The rest of you guys don't know this yet. Um, what because of the fact that you're a, a half-elf, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what? Diana Fire's not a full elf? <laughs> <Yes>. No. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. So the, ad- like the idea that you, you would wish that your family had just been together, right, mm-hmm. when you were growing up. That's like a desire that you would have. Um, or seeing the the sword of your lost lover, um, or seeing yourself back in your village, which is, you know, Garrett, what your character has just been wanting to do this entire campaign. So the entire thing was trying to resist those temptations. So you never encountered any bad guys, for the most part, in that temple, unless you engaged with trying to reach out to that desire. Hmm. So if we had jumped into the pile of gold, like, more bad guys would have jumped out? Yeah, those were even nastier than the ones you had before. I see. These temples are designed to be somewhat nasty, so... What? No. Well, you had given us some some pretty solid weapons, so I figured things were going to be... Right. They're going to escalate. Yeah. And then, so that one was all about resisting a temptation or, or kind of like a bad thing. Um, the other one, when you guys went into the tree trunk on uh, kind of down the tree, was all about actually working together as a team. Um, and so when you were fighting the, the bad guys outside, the tree warriors, right, they kept fighting up until all of you had had a solid hit on them. And also there had been a decent amount of healing spread between you guys, and you started working together. Oh. I was and that was when they were like, so okay, doing... you guys are actually working together. You guys might be working. Oh, so that's the reason we had to go back and get Malden? Y'all did no, that while, while I was at the drag show. Oh. I didn't participate in that. That's right. You had to go back and get oh. Malden because he went off on his own. And you didn't have to. You did not have to. You could have. You could have refused. And we retcon it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I wanted to refuse hardcore, but everyone else wanted to go save Malden. Way to stick to your guns. I was so. Yep. Going back. Going back to you, um, Cody. Um, so when you listened to all of the character episodes, was there anything that surprised you? Clearly I don't not. know if surprised, but I was just like really intrigued by each character's like development and where they came from. Logtar, I think, was very, very interesting with the the whole insight into this war effort from a northern country and how they're trying to like take advantage of, which is something that like the characters, and I don't even think the Queen of Soli knows at this point is really going on yet so that was that's interesting um yeah that was another part outside of all the romantic trysts and everything yeah apparently the people up in calda are like we're gonna take over the fucking world and everyone's plotting against us yeah 
Which is and then I mean, uh, my, my character's not from Sentinel at all, so like he would be completely yeah. oblivious to any of it. But doesn't seem to be the case based on what the party's been through. Yeah, I mean, so we haven't talked too much about this because we haven't actually been to Calder yet. Um, but I think in some of the stuff that like I released about like their founding documents, um, and when you look at like some of the stuff um, related to each of the countries, um, Calda has very much been blamed for a lot of issues in Siffindil. Um So they've kind of become excluded from the rest of them. Um, they were blamed for the first war that ever happened um, in Siffindale, so they kind of got exiled to their island and kind of very much looked down upon. And in some of it, I would say it's rightly so. Um, we didn't get to talk about a lot of their issues um, societally, but they definitely have been starting to kind of push forward a Kulda first agenda, if you will. Make well, Kulda great again? Shut up. They want to Colder. make Calder great again. Oh. Aren't, aren't they like the military country though? Like I'm sure they're the military Calder country. Calder. They still have um they have mandated slavery. Um they have a hierarchy based on race, which isn't just them, but what do they trade? Mercenaries? What what is the what is the called natural resources where we're at? They have a lot of, um, like, minerals. Minerals? So it's, like, a very mountainous... um, It used to be on an old volcano, so there's a lot of, like, rich minerals in the soil and stuff like that. They sell a lot of decorative lava rock. Basically, I think of Mordor. This is where all the Himalayan salt comes from. Not as much. That's also why why Malden is terrified of orcs. He ended up, like, in Caldo one time and saw a, like, contingent of orcs, like a military troop. Oh, that's right, and he got scaled. And he got terrified. He was, like, maybe mid-30s, so, like, still a young child for an elf. Oh, yeah. And he was horrified and afraid that he was just, that's where it ends. So that's why he's scared of orcs. I promise it's not you. Oh, thank you. Oh, friendship. I guess the the other area that kind of surprised me listening to all of them was the length in which Diana has to still, um, you know, hide her relationship to her mother, even though she is like, high up in the court, and that she, you know, she has, like, a king's favor and stuff like that, and she's, like, this mercen like, not mercenary, but, like, emissary for the king, and yet, like, they still have to, like, hide in the gardens to, like, talk. I think that was an interesting, like, a little, little thing. Your scruff profile literally just says discreet and like nothing else. I'm gonna do that. When the character drawing's done of her, I'm gonna post it as like just her torso on my <laughs> That would be awesome. It gets so yeah. late. She's that. just looking for friends though. <laughs> just friends. You can get on justfriends.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what what during this season, so thinking, I mean, you guys have been through a lot already this season. We're going to have around 25 episodes um, within the first season. What has been your favorite moment so far? When Malden went. 
Wow. <laughs> Wait, what did you what Malden where? When Malden left. Oh, uh, that was a pretty memorable one. Yeah, I had to have fun at a party. Y'all almost died to a bunch of trees. In your own backyard. Mm-hmm. Like you did die. I got to go to a drag show. <laughs> got picked up on by the bar owner slash drag queen slash hostess. Yeah, but she led you to your death. I'm not convinced that, that Jack Tanner is a bad person. I just mm. don't think he's a good person. Did we have a name for the bar? <laughs> the one I went to? Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't the Prancing Shrub, I It was think? the Prancing Shrub. <laughs> um, I won't lie, my favorite part so far is just all of the animal puns that my character gets when he watches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mall dog. Like, Mall dog and meow. Mulden. Mulden. Mulden is by far my favorite, I think. So... And that, that's my favorite part so far. We, we haven't done that in a while. My favorite is casting Shadow and seriously pissing off Cody. I look... Oh. <laughs> because I give zero fucks. <laughs> I swear to you, if you do that I'm again and I can't see someone to shoot, I'm going to... Shadow. I'm just going to start <laughs> aiming for you. Like, I'm going to start, start casting Dark is dead. and just shooting him at him. He'll never be able to see me. <laughs> You if we're in a cave, it. you'll never see me. Um, if we're in a cave, then just the... you'll never find me. <laughs> All right, enough with the pissing contest. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think my favorite part was probably that last boss that we fought, and I just knew we were going to take him down. And he stuck him in a cauldron for a little bit, and then he ended up getting away just as that fight was turning because we could have wiped. Which pretty easy. I still call BS on that. He should have died. Well, you know, that's his um, his body. The bottom half of his body should have been dissolved. Yeah. In the poison. That's not how blight works. Ooh, also, wasn't it yeah, boiling? <laughs> he should have like cooked. At least cooked his lower half. No. I thought we stuck him in head first, though. No, because we, we, we did. No, you stuck, stuck him in, in his his legs right. in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will be honest. I wanted him. I wanted him to survive that encounter because uh, I want you to meet him again. Really? But I will say, I was very impressed with how you guys fought him. And for a while, I didn't think I was going to be able to save him. And so I was like, okay, he's going to die. And I'm going to come up with a new way to get there. <laughs> but then you guys did make it where I could make him escape. Yeah. Um. But the way that you guys fought him, I thought was super impressive, and I was like back here, like crap, I gotta scramble because he was like way beyond their means, and mm. they came together and came up with a really good plan that I couldn't couldn't argue with. Oh, another favorite part was when we broke the staff open and there was a shard in there, giving us the yeah, realization that the, the shards, shards, not the, the hidden shards, are not necessarily where we think they're gonna be. That was pretty crazy. That was fun. Now we're going to have to, like, break everything open at all times. Break all of the jars. Like, we're going to get some magical weapon, and we're just going to have to, like, snap it in half just to make sure it's in there. We're going to be, like, Legend of Zelda. 
cutting bushes. Yeah. All of it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so mad What's when you broke it, when you jacked it up that in half. Because yeah. I wanted that staff so I bad. I was compelled to. That was DM magic. He was, was compelled DM to. Magic. Um, oh, that's right. The staff would not have worked that way for you. I would have figured something out. So he was a very um, specific worse, type of sorcerer that gave him access to a lot of those powers. Um, so it was less the staff and more the actual sorcerer. It was more him. Um, and he was like channeling it through that. The shard helped enhance it a little bit. But. And now the shard um, is. It had to be that he was fighting. Game. He was chosen by his deity as also a sorcerer. Magic. So yeah, the shard's also turning Jack into a crazy person. I feel like I've seen that movie. <laughs> Another thing I'm enjoying uh, is just having never played a tank before. Uh, it's actually pretty fun. I'm usually more of a healer class or, or range, but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying that. I don't know what I'm doing as a healer support. You're I like to pew pew things. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... Great, I'm gonna mock you again. Uh, yeah. I'm all of my spell slots on this first dungeon mod. I just run in, smack, 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 and then run back out. I will say, as as I was editing all of the the episodes in like the final cave um, of the season, it was like a bunch of like really tiny, small enemies. Like it was like goblins, and then the undead who weren't hard to kill. And y'all just went, like, hardcore and were like, I'm going to do this spell slot. I'm going to do this. And then you got to the final bad guy and you're like, ooh, I have no spell slots. (laughs) And we won. Yeah. And we did still win. So. Well, is him escaping still winning? (laughs) Yes. I I 100% count what you guys did as a win. I think we leveled up for it, so I'll take it. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we did. It, I think we level up every single, every shard or every two shards, right? Yeah, every other yes. like. So sometimes it's every two shards. This one was such a big fight, and it actually wasn't related to the shard that it was going to always be a level up. Um, oh, okay. So he could have like escaped with the staff, and we would have had to find him later. The shard. If he had escaped saying. with the staff, you still would have leveled up. Oh, okay. Oh, just um, because it was such an involved um, dungeon. So it's kind of about how much is involved in, in each thing. And there's still a dragon uh, in there, too. Your mother, Diana, she gave me all sorts of sass when we are like, there's dragons in there. And she's like, uh, little child, there's no dragon. I'm like, motherfucker, go take a look. Bye. Yeah. Fun woman. She's something. I can't wait to see what she's going to do to me when we... It's... Well, so one of the things that, that I... I was really hoping that you guys would take this call to action and go to the cave. Because you guys totally also could have refused and been like, we don't have time to help you guys. Um, so I was oh, happy I that would've... you did. I would have gone... Oh, we're we're in the, the mode again. of just, like, taking every quest. So I, I was very Definitely happy that you guys... Definitely down for the side quest. It was 100% a side quest, but for me, it's it's a very important side quest, because it also revealed a couple of things about Siphondale that I hadn't really shared with you guys before. Um, so one was that a lot of creatures just have not been seen 
in this world in ages, yeah. right? So you guys fought goblins, and I think I had told Zavros that like a goblin hasn't existed <laughs> in Siphondil for ages. Dragons have not been there for ages. Um, so it was kind of that moment to start showing that the world is changing. Things are things are changing. World is changing uh, in the world global that people know. Warming. All about global warming. It's not about global warming. <laughs> it's climate. We have change. a message. You know, <laughs> in <our> question. Um, <laughs> okay, we have so a few things before we leave. Guys. I want to play a fun game with you guys. Is it D and D? Not It's a fun game. There. So there be a mini one Five of your characters. We're gonna play Mary Fuck Kill. Oh. What? Oh. Okay. Oh. Which character would you want to marry? Which character would you want to fuck? And which character would you want to kill? Well, I would marry Diana Fire in a heartbeat. She's rich. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, this game is not about actually loving someone. <laughs> you right. love the one that you want to fuck. All right, murder hello. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Mary Diana Fire. Um, based on who I am or based on who Malden would go for? Either. I'm going to go with my character. Let's say based on based on you. Based on who you are. Oh. Uh, oh based on who okay. I am as a person? I'm well, like, for sure. Which means I'm, your I'm character a, is also I'm in play. I'm, I'm a cliche and I like big dudes and bears, so I would go after Gluggar. No. Uh, for fuck, Bill um, would probably be Cody because he's blonde, blue-eyed, and obnoxious. Ooh. Uh, Caitlin. Hey. Okay. And Malden's interactions with Cody—he seems kind of like stuck-up prince, like too good for everything. Hmm. So well, let's go to Cody. That, that's my Your answer. answers. <laughs> Um, I would probably marry, out of all of them, probably Zavaros, because he's like the quiet, stable type. I would probably... (laughs) (laughs) Probably... Fuck... Probably Glugtar. And I would 100% kill the purple thing that I have no idea. Personal. Because. Kill the one that's different. <laughs> no, the. So, Molden is this entity that keeps causing horrible things to happen, and there's this whole calamity around him, and. You know, he was changing without you. When every single time he used his magic, he was changing, and he didn't know that. And that was something completely new to um, to Cade. When he didn't trust him, like he then went against kind of the queen stuff, and so and he wanted to split up the party, which that was a huge nuisance. And then we had to go save him. So his whole experience of Malden right now is not favorable. Fair. Okay. Uh, let's can go I, to Glugtar. Nope. No, you're done. You already you already said your piece. <laughs> 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 I'm going home. 
Uh, I would marry Davros. I would fuck Lartar. Uh, Davros is husband material. Uh, I'll kill. I'll kill you. Thanks. <laughs> you are always. This is a podcast. Nice. Nobody can see this. Who are you gonna kill? Oh, Dynafire. <laughs> he said it. Okay. Uh, so James, let's go to you. Um, let's see. I do like riches, and Soli sounds like a really nice place. And I'm sure, since they look down upon interracial stuff, that gay marriage isn't legal. So I'm marrying Diana. But it's going to be a, like, a fake relationship, and I already know that she's willing to lie about a relationship, so I'm okay with it. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> We're all thinking about <laughs> I had a lot of time to think while other people were going. Um, I would kill Malden. Sorry. Why? Sorry, Garrett. Because? Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I clearly put all of my thought into one of these reasons. <laughs> hey, podcast listeners, we're a bunch of we're a bunch of white guys. Yeah, super white. <laughs> you can hear our car. Our, our, you can't hear our Caucasian is coming through over over this over the mic. Oh, and I the I the Caucasian because he came up on my leg. Most woofed or something. <laughs> okay, let's go to Greg Glugtar. You already did that we one. We did me. I think it's your turn. Patrick. Oh, we did you. Yeah. Then Zavros. So, did you go to Zavros? No, I haven't gone yet. Uh, um, I marry Zavros uh, because of, of his. Um, he's really big on commitment. Also, and no one else knows this except for you, Patrick, because of his backstory. That he's totally down to get freaky deaky in the woods. <laughs> uh, I'm literally a druid. So, uh, my my backstory backstory Zavros does have sex a lot in the woods with with demons. But they're they're sneaking around about their relationship. Anyway, uh, I fuck Glugtar because all about that big bear daddy stuff. Um, I get kind of stuck with the whole like kill thing. I'm like, what? I don't want to kill anybody. You gotta kill someone. Uh, but I'll go with K1 because he seems a little bit like an alarmist. Oh. Cool, so I will take that into note when I decide who lives and dies next season. No, I'm kidding. Oh. That's why I'm not playing that. Who's been voted off the island? Like it's three so really fast, um, just like one or two sentences, what do you guys think is going to happen in season two? We find more shard pieces. I don't know. Is there going to be a war or are we preventing? A bit of both. I mean, Malden's main motivation right now is to find the shards and prevent the apocalypse more so than the the political stuff. Mainly because he's not from Sinfandel and doesn't really care as much about the country politics. It's more there's this group that's trying to end the world 
And if we can prevent that, I get to go home. So that's still his primary motivation. So, But are the worlds going to merge? We have all of these things popping up. And then you're stuck with us? I mean... Or not, that could be a... a or are we trying to prevent a merge, too? I think that's maybe, yeah, <laughs> a good point. But I personally just see us, like, continuing to explore. Um, I'm excited for us to get to Cantharis, which is, like, the science city, because, you know, Malden is, like, very much from a magical world. Like, magic permeates through the air, and so somewhere that's the complete antithesis of that is pretty fucking exciting. I'm super excited for you guys to get to Cantharis. It's actually the the um the country that I've spent the most time developing. Um oh. and nobody decided to be from there and then the way that kind of where you guys decided you would be from, the way that the story is shaped, you guys haven't gone there yet. It's gonna be a fun place. You're gonna there's gonna be a lot of new things to discover. I am not going to that. Yeah, we're just gonna skip right over that place. Yeah. <laughs> Plot twist: Everyone dies. Right. <laughs> no, but, Patrick, it's not. It's not fun and like that. You're gonna face like a ton of like crazy stuff. But there's a lot of um things that are happening cars. in the world that it's very. Cantharis is very steampunk, um, in in the way that it looks, uh, which I'm really excited for. So there. So it tries too hard. It, it does. Sorry, it, it's trying way too hard. <laughs> a lot of gears on your hat for no reason. Giant uh, goggles. Yeah, goggles. Awesome. So there's like a lot of like flying machines, the and they have a lot of technology, but it's very much a, a blend of tech and magic. Right groups that no one would ever put on. Patrick, you didn't play Fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not your... going to do that because then. Because then, if I kill a character, it's gonna people are gonna say like, "Oh, well, that's why you killed him." So no, you're no, not gonna play it because you already know who, and you're gonna apply these biases anyway. Wow. So I'm Hope not gonna all play. Because I don't, I don't want to be called for playing favorites or for killing someone who I just didn't like. So I'm not gonna play. It's the mm-hmm. it's the advantage of being the this host and the very... DM of this shit. <laughs> what what was that drag queen's name? Uh, who was like not gonna reveal the the lipstick? Oh oh um <laughs> shit. What you're talking? Anyway, this feels very like, very shady. Thing? No, it's well, not shady. Um, I I I don't want to lean to potential people it's saying like. Hey, you never liked that character. Like, hey, you let that character live because you love you wanted to marry him. Oh, so we're just it, not going to so play that game. Obviously, it's not Diana. I mean, if we're basing it off of that, Glugtar is the only like character that's confirmed gay at this point. Uh, no, um, Zavros is also confirmed gay. Zavros is gay. Yeah. Is it your wife? Um, he no, we weren't actually married. And, and it was a boyfriend. Oh. What's the name? Eamon. Oh, I guess I just assumed that was a woman and didn't pay that close of attention to the video. Mm, no, that's a dude. My bad. It's a dude. <laughs> yeah, he so didn't any think other that thoughts happened. about what's going to happen in season two? Uh, I think uh, we're going to fight that dragon. Where we're going to start? Have you have you or no? Uh, I'm we'll we'll talk about that um, at the very end. 
we're, we're gonna save that. I think we're gonna prevent a merge between the two worlds, and we're gonna send Malden on a and everyone's gonna live happily ever after. So what James think... is not telling the rest of our listeners is that Garrett, who plays Malden, is also the one that provides all of the technology we use to record this. So I don't know why he keeps trying to kill me off and no, send me away. No, no, <laughs> that's that's the end of the Fairly story. That's that how I it all the wraps up. That's what we're doing. So that's this is end. not a two-season story. This is like a five-season <laughs> story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, then season two is going to be about the war. I think it's going to be about us trying to convince all these, all these uh, capital cities that this is happening and then being like, you're full of shit. I think we're going to shoot It's going to be a little bit Game of thrones like like with the Nightwalkers. <laughs> <when you're> like, <laughs> the apocalypse is going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm a ghost. Listening <laughs> 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 in Final Fantasy VII, the meteor's coming. i got to race Chocobos for right. 15 weeks. I'll punch that meteor. I think we're going to hit level 6 and all of a sudden get our specialization. You will hit level 6 in season 2. What level <laughs> are we now? That. 5, I think. Five. You should be. You should have just hit level 5 when we ended. Yeah, because yeah. I just got my throw. Yeah. So I will, I will tell you guys about season 2. I am very excited about this season. So when I started planning this many, like over, well over a year ago now, um, when I started thinking about this, where we are getting to right now is what I had started thinking of. And then I went back to like, well, how do we get people into this story? Um, Jack, were you the one who said Games of Thrones? Yeah. So it's going to, it's going to become very Games of Thronesy for the next season, I think. Um, and that I became like, even before I started watching the show, um, I became super like into this idea of like different, <laughs> countries warring with each other and kind of playing politics um, over it. So you guys are going to definitely have to deal with the politics of all five nations uh, coming together uh, over over um, a bunch of different things. And you guys are actually the catalyst that is going to start that war. Sounds about right. Yay. Yeah. So... Game of Thrones main characters die a lot. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I was like, so that's the case. Um, I've already got, I've already got my death cleric rolled. Yes, <laughs> also, I had told all of you guys that I was going to try my hardest to protect you from dying until we hit level 6. Um, yep. That's coming up pretty soon. I'm like, so at this point, character decisions so. that you guys make can absolutely lead to a death. Um... Things are going to get like worse than they were. And a pit opened up on the way there. One of you died. In and you've all died. <laughs> and we're just going to... No, I'm kidding. I just want to use Shadow um, Step like one time. <laughs> so when we come back in Season 2, uh, I talked to all of you guys about this. We were actually doing a time jump into the future. So when we left off at the end of Season 1, you had just left the cave and you were greeted by Diana's mother, who most of you did not know was her mother at the time, um, but kind Good of guessed that she got preferential treatment. Um, and I'm, I'm also going to say that this time jump is also a direct result of decisions that you guys made uh, when going into Roe. Um, 
so going through the Diana's mother has spies everywhere. So she saw that you guys all entered and, and has been very interested in uh Cadewin, also Cody's character, uh, and yeah. was upset that Diana did not tell her about this. I um, lied about it. Straight up lied about it. I lied. <laughs> so as you guys joined up with them and were walking, um, all of you were going to be poisoned. Uh, and no you, you're going to be time jumping into two weeks in the future where you are all imprisoned, including Diana. Are we in this, like, close proximity to each other? No. I keep so when waking we start up in jail cells. I don't like this place. Y'all wonder why I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so when we start up, you will all be waking up in a jail cell. In a basement in row, alone and unarmored. Goodness. Why is Thank God my guy's on monk and yeah, none of that matters. Doing... <laughs> I got my dude. <laughs> but I will also say that things have definitely been happening on the outside in the two weeks that you guys have not been in communication with others. Oh, so it's going to be an exciting straight. first oh, episode. With yeah. armor. Oh, I bet. I'll put metal on my dude. Mm. I don't know. I think I'm excited to meet other purple people. I hope that happens. I'm excited to bust out of this jail cell butt-ass naked because I'm a monk and none of that matters. Yeah. Everybody was okay, so you're not fine. naked. You don't have <laughs> armor or weapons. So he's a monk. FYI. I was about to say, aren't you <laughs> you like still get clothing. I'm just yeah, wearing a Still gear. get basic clothing. <laughs> and, and my fists are one die six instead of one die eight. Who was it that undressed Cade one? This is very Diana. That would be Diana Fire. Yeah, Diana. Okay. Diana did. Are you going to assume that I undressed all of you? Because <laughs> no. no. Well, he could make the case for that. Cause... No, the, I mean, I they know, won't know because you guys won't be, yeah, they will not be put in touch with you. Yeah. All they saw was I went into a different carriage than When did we get poisoned? I was walking. We'll find out. At some walking. point during the walk, they were going to all offer you water to drink. Okay, yeah, is that both way trusted? Sure, Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like all of you would have trusted. Yeah. Shady, shady. Wait, uh, I forgot. Like, we didn't know that was Diana Fire's mom, right? Nope. We, we found we out, like. He was like, yeah. hey, mom. And then mom was like, you need to come talk to me right now. And they went off to yeah. the side. Okay, if, if Zavros knew that was his mom, then he would absolutely trust. Like, I and felt like how, how, how Zavros dies. You guys were all willing to go with them. Um, so I'm assuming if they said, have some water, you would have it. Yep. And yeah, it's yeah, also it, a poison that they had built up an immunity to. So they would be drinking from the same water. Come on, Princess Bride. <laughs> I mean, I know I, I clearly can't drink the water in front of you. <laughs> but I will say, if Diana had not um, lied to her mom, it would have been different. And we would not be having a time jump. Shame, shame, shame. Um, 
because she would not have been imprisoned. The rest of you still would have gotten imprisoned. Um, but she would not have been, and, and, and I would have, we would have picked up with her being able to choose to rescue you or not. Oh, personally, I'm not trusted. That's why I didn't. I feel like something's up. So, any final thoughts that you guys have? Tune in next time. Uh, I'm ready uh, to play. That's what. Or to the people on the podcast. Me too. I am super ready to play. (laughs) And ready for Zabros to become like super sneaky. Listeners, stay tuned for a sneak peek (laughs) of the first episode of season two. Hopefully, better sound quality. Or tits. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's another one? It's, it's a video podcast. Code, uh, Otherwise known as Monster. Let's modernize. Monsternize? Monetize. 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 Welcome back to season two of Dungeons and Dragons and Bears. Oh my! I am Patrick, your host and DM for this all original D and D podcast. And for this premiere episode, we are going to pick up exactly where we left off at the end of season two. So, er, eh, at the end of season one. So after meeting up with the Royals, it's been a long day already. I haven't done this in forever. I feel like it's been forever since we've played. Okay, so after meeting up with the Royal Escort from Roe, you guys walked about half a day before you stopped for lunch with the soldiers. Um, who all came and ate lunch with you. Um, Molden, this would have been after you had wild-shaped out of a cat because it wouldn't last that long um however while you were eating lunch diana never came to join you uh and you saw her going and eating with her mother shortly after you guys stopped uh to eat they ate separate from the rest of you shortly after you're eating and you're back on your way walking you all begin to feel very faint as you're walking and you start to be able to lose track of time and all of your senses of what's going on around you as the world starts to blur and your feet start feeling very tired. Malden, you attempt to wild shape, but find yourself unable to do so. As you're walking, your eyes begin to close and suddenly the world stops. When you awaken, you feel unsure of your surroundings. You also get the strangest feeling that you are not on the ground, but it is pitch black where you are and you're unable to see anything. As your eyes slowly adjust to the dim light, you realize that you are in a room by yourself, suspended in mid-air by chains shackled to your arms and your legs, suspending you in the middle of a small 10 by 10 room. There is no light coming in from outside the door, except for a tiny glow of firelight coming in from the crack in the bottom of the door. There are no windows, and there is only the one door. You scream as loud as you can, 
and you hear your voice echoing off the stone walls of your enclosure. And with that, the world starts to get dark again as you begin to lose consciousness again. Glugtar, after what feels like an eternity, but is realistically only about two weeks, you have come to learn that you are not alone in this dungeon. You are alone in your room, but you have come to learn that in the room next to you is Zavros. And you've pieced together that in the room across the hall from you guys is Molden. In the two weeks that you have been here, the only people in and out of your room have been servants bringing you food and providing you the bare minimum amount of water to keep you alive. You are feeling weak and confused, and none of you have heard anything about Diana or Cadwin during your imprisonment. When the guards come in this morning to feed you, something feels different. There is a sense of joy in their expressions, as if they're excited about something happening. Um, so what, what would you guys like to do? Well, let me ask, let me start off by asking, how do I know that, uh, Malden and, and, uh, uh, Zavros are near? Have I seen them? Have I heard them? What, what's given me that? Sure, you haven't seen them, but you would have heard them. Um, and you might have actually gotten a, you would have probably gotten a glimpse of Malden chained up in the room across from you when people went in to feed you and feed him. Okay, and then and yeah, like the rooms, it's echoing, but they're not soundproof. Gotcha. How, was I able to make out what they were saying?